This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time, back with our wonderful and very knowledgeable and expert guest, Anna Kelly. How are you doing, Anna? I'm great today. Good to see you. Great. I need to pick your brain. I have been asked to speak at a real estate conference, online real estate conference this Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I think it's just reiconference.com. I'll check and put the link below. But I'm asking, I've give, been given a half hour, which is about half the time I'm normally given. Uh, and I'm supposed to talk about the keys going from uh, zero to hundreds of units, right? Financial freedom. So I haven't built a slide, dead, slide deck yet. I don't even know how big it's going to be. It's only going to probably be five or six slides for half an hour. But I thought I would ask you, because we were kind of in the same boat. Um, we both got there. Uh, what would be kind of three themes or three topics you would kind of put out there? Because I'm thinking one theme every 10 minutes that would allow yeah. me to go into detail. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll bat stuff around. What, what would be one thing that you probably make sure to include? I think one thing, and I, I wrote about this today because it's been something I've been thinking a lot about, is mm-hmm. you really have to have a truly compelling vision mm-hmm. of the life that you're trying to create. If you just jump in and say, I want to create wealth and I want a thousand units, it seems overwhelming and it's not tangible enough to make you excited every excited enough every day to wake up and take all the actions you need there because it's so far out there. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I have a compelling vision that says I want to buy enough properties to create enough cash flow that I can start to make my work hours optional and spend more time at home with my kids. Something like that is going to drive me that I've got to buy another one. I've got to tick off another thousand a month so I could maybe back off my hours from 40 to 30 and be at all my kids ball games at four o'clock every day when I would be at AIG. Mm. Like that's the thing that drove me every single day missing my kids games because I had to work. And it was like, it wasn't about how many units and how much money and how many doors it was. How can I get to my kid's ball game every day um, with, even though I still need to work. So your vision has to be compelling enough that it motivates you to take whatever actions you need to, to get there. And in small, reasonable chunks until you can then expand your vision for now, I don't want to just be at his game. Now I want to be home with the other kids and now Mm -hmm. I want to do this or this. So Start with a vision that truly, truly compels you, and you will be motivated to take the daily disciplined actions that you need to to create success. Love that. One of the ones I'm thinking about adding is is a lot of people, because again, I put out a course called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, thousands of students growing every week. I I now feel like I did a disservice, right? Because what I did, you know, kind of a year after that successful, I was like, damn it, I didn't start there. I started with Get Your Money Right. Because again, one of the things that I believe in this is momentum is so hard to create. Yes. And when I kind of had time to sit back and when I was writing that first book, I was comparing myself to other people. Because when you're in this game, you, you attract other people that are doing the same things. And 
what I saw is other people that were kind of in the game for me from like 02 to 06 or even 08 or 09, they kind of peeled off because they stopped momentum, right? They, maybe they, maybe it was a promote big promotion at work, or maybe they got that one sweetheart deal and then they took a right turn and they went out and bought that big, big new car, or they added a second vacation home. And what did Olivia and I do? No, we just, we kept sacrificing living below our means, ratcheting down expenses religiously. And we didn't do anything crazy for 15 years. Yeah. So for me, getting your money right and understanding it's not a one-time event, right? You don't look at your budget once uh, and then you're like, you're good. Because if we didn't, if we didn't ratchet our expenses, we wouldn't have been able to take care of the hiccups that happened along the way. We wouldn't have been able to take extra advantage of what the down market. Um, I don't think I talk about getting your money right enough. So I, I think that's in there. Yeah. I think that's critical. It's really been critical to both of our success because if you if you start with a lot of money, it's easy to create more money. That's just the reality, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you and I started without any money. And mm -hmm. so it was just like, okay, if you don't have any, how do you get started? Well, you have to start small, but most people just think I need to buy a property and I need to have this much money coming in. Yeah. But you can have more money and still go out and blow it if you don't change your your spending habits. And yeah. so mastering your money and getting it right really requires you thinking about two things all the time. One, yes, work to expand your means. But while you do that, you have to learn to live below your means. Because mm -hmm. if you don't get both sides of that equation right, you'll never grow long-term wealth and you'll never feel what it's like to have the momentum that, wow, I've actually built up this you know, nest egg of money I can use as a down payment for the next one because I made a change from eating out at lunch and Starbucks every single day to making salads at home and making myself an espresso, mm -hmm. right? And it, it adds up, but you'll never save your way completely to wealth. So you have to both save by living below your means and then invest that and live, you know, to expand your means. And when you get both of those things right, you get your money right on the coming in and then the going out. It's incredible um, how that, that momentum really does build. Yeah, one of my experts on Thursday, Dion from Dion Talk, talks about the income snowball, right? Obviously peeling off uh, the debt snowball from Dave Ramsey. I'm, yeah. I'm like, that's an interesting way to look at it, right? Because you you can increase your day job income promotions, all of that. But what really what he was talking about is he he downsized, right? He was living in a house, going through divorce, 90K in debt, all of that. He moves into a small apartment with three kids, rents out the house so the house can be income so he can go get approved for the next house hack, which was a duplex, I think. Yes. Right. And it's, it, he allows his income and he's never gone back to recycle capital. Like you and I've had via cash out refis of 1031 exchanges. He just allows the income to snowball. And, and oh, yeah. by the way, the longer you're in it, the bigger the snowball gets. So yes. I, I really like that idea. I love that too. Yeah. All right. Uh, what, what would be a second thing you would talk about? I think we, I touched on it on the last one, but really you cannot underestimate grit and determination. Yeah. Real, you know, being fully, fully, fully determined that you are going to be fully committed no matter what happens and no matter how long it takes. And mm -hmm. so if you have a compelling vision and then you put behind it determination that says, I don't have to have it all figured out. I know this could take longer than I hope it does, but no matter how hard it gets, I'm not going to stop. So many people pull away from real estate when they have their first really bad tenant. Mm -hmm. who, you know, doesn't pay rent, who hoards, who trashes the apartment. And they go, that was hard. It wasn't worth it. You know, tears in my beard. Like I'm done. This was too hard. 
I made the decision early, early on that my, my vision and what I was working toward and why I was building real estate was so, so, so important to me that I was willing to go through whatever pain, whatever process, whatever blisters on the feet, um, whatever I had to go through, nothing was going to stop me. And I was going to get back up and I was going to bounce back. And I can tell you more than any deal that I did right, the number one thing that I think makes me and others that I know have staying power, it's a grit and a determination like nobody else I've ever met. Mm. Um, you get that right. You can do anything. You can do anything. If you're truly determined and committed, not just interested, mm -hmm. but determined and committed enough that you're going to jump through every hurdle mm -hmm. and continue on despite the pain. I love that. I'm just taking some notes. So thank yeah. you for that. The next one I was thinking about. Um, so the first one is living below your means. Don't kill momentum. You know, keep 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 moving forward. Uh, income snowball. The next one was how I never even appreciated this until the last six months or so. The ability to recycle capital, right? Time in the market is better than time in the market. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the ability to recycle. I go back to the first twenty thousand bucks we put down on Norris Drive, which is the first house, and just watch how that a cash out refi. And then we bought two more and then that allowed us to do this one. And this, so, you know, that's, you know, that's over 20 units now. And I don't know, half a million bucks in equity. It's, it's, and again, sure. It's been 18, 19 years, but that it's, that's just what happens. Time in the market is far more important than uh, timing the market. Yeah. And that's how the momentum is built really. Yeah. Right. You, so you buy a property, you create equity, you take it out and that particular deal, you thought it was going to be great because it's bringing you a little bit of income and maybe worth something. But when you can take the equity out of that and buy another one and duplicate it, yeah. now you've got two properties generating cash, two properties continuing to have mortgage pay down, which creates mm -hmm. equity. Mm -hmm. And then you do it again over and over and over. So it's that Burr method. Mm -hmm. And when, you, when you're doing the first one, it, it seems kind of like, oh, this is going to take forever to develop equity on the next one. Yeah. And that's how I slowly built my wealth too, was taking that equity out as the down payment on the next one. Because I couldn't save enough of my income to come up with more down payments for the next one. I had yeah. to do it through equity. So that when you do it and you see the power of it and you just repeat it over and over and over again, yeah. the snowball is amazing. The momentum that that builds is amazing. And the crazy thing is the more properties you buy and the more mortgages you actually have, the more experience you have, and the better you look to lenders that are going to yeah. let you keep doing it over and over again. So it's totally super agree. powerful. Yeah, totally agree. All right. What would be the third and final topic you'd want to make sure to hit for an audience like that? Hmm. I'll give you mine while you think about yours, or unless right. you came up with it. Okay, no, right. okay. You give me yours first. The the one thing I was thinking about. So again, we talked about living below your means because that's how you start, and don't and don't take an off ramp. Then we talked about time in the market, right? Recycling capital. The other one I was thinking about again, looking over twenty years, is a lot of people depend on banks. I think that banks are the only place to get money, which is great if you can go get a, a three three percent thirty year mortgage. Go get all of those you can, right? But I've been, you and I've been in markets where banks basically look at you and me, go, nope, you're the problem. We're giving you no more money. You're cut up. You're having loans pulled the day of closing, right? Yeah. It yeah. all happens. We talked about that last week. So the thing I'm thinking about is bank money is great. Hard money is, you, you know, having those connections is good. But really what set us up in 2010, 11, 12 was private money. 
Yes. The ability to educate and share with your personal network what you are doing. Because that's, I never raised, I never raised, like went out and looked for private money. I just told everybody what I was doing. I was taking before and after pictures. We were burring before burring was a thing, right? Yeah. And I was writing about it on bigger pockets and all that stuff. And pretty soon people in my network said, hey, right? I'm scared of the market. The money markets are giving us less than 1%. This is 2010 time. And they're like, shoot, I give you 50 grand. I, I'll, I'll or not give you, I'll loan you 50 grand or 80 grand or whatever we needed for the house. So pretty soon we started buying stuff zero down because somebody would come in for the, the purchase price. So yeah. private money, um, when the time is right, when everybody is scared and banks say no, being knowledgeable, respected and doing what you say, private money could be a, a game changer. Yeah. So, so, so important. And, and like you, you know, I've had banks say no early on, especially, and there's something so deflating about that when yeah. you're first getting started, cause you take it personal. Yep. Um, but I've still had banks recently say no, you know, because things are complicated and to them complexity equals risk. Yeah. Right? You don't fit the um, box. I don't know what the heck, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's super important to have multiple ways to get into and out of a property, multiple funding sources. And you know, just to kind of piggyback off of that, I think my third thing would be learning the power of leverage, right? Ah, leverage go. means basically you you don't have something here. So you need to kind of pull the lever and, and end up here. And so I can leverage banks money. I can leverage other people's money, private lenders par money, partners money, mm -hmm. but I can also leverage their time and their skills. And so learning that I don't have to know everything. I don't have to be the one that invests all my time and I don't have to be the one that invests all my money. I can go out and find other people who have the time, the money and the skills and resources that I don't have. And when you start to create partnerships, whether that means you're doing a deal together as equity partners or whether it just means you're helping each other in each other's businesses, um, my lending partners, for example, I mean, they may not be a partner in equity, but I'm partnering with them. They may be, you know, making a spread on their money and then going out and relending it in private loans, but leveraging each other and the power of working with other people helps you to exponentially grow faster and further than you could do if you, if you thought I can only grow with my own money and my own time and my own resources. When I started to lever other people, um, I started to grow exponentially faster. That is awesome. Well, I appreciate you helping me with this. I now know what I'm going to build. So I appreciate this. Uh, how can people follow you and get part of your world? You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Anna REI Mom Kelly, or you can follow me on my website at greaterpurposecapital.com. Yep. Do yourself a favor, go to greaterpurposecapital.com, check out what she's doing. She is trying to make an impact out there, a positive impact if you watch me on Sundays. So uh, she's really doing it. So thank you very much, Anna. Thanks so much, Michael. Mm -hmm.